0: section 70 of expository thoughts on the gospel of saint mark by jc Ryle, chapter 15 verses 16 to 32 christ is mocked and crucified this librivox recording is in the public domain read by Marianne. mark chapter 15 verses 16 to 32 and the soldiers led him away into the hall called praetorium AND THEY CALLED TOGETHER THE WHOLE BAND, AND THEY CLOTHED HIM WITH PURPLE, AND plaited A CROWN OF THORNS, AND PUT IT ABOUT HIS HEAD, AND BEGAN TO SALUTE HIM, "Hail, KING OF THE JEWS. AND THEY SMOTE HIM ON THE HEAD WITH A REED, AND DID SPIT UPON HIM, AND BOWING THEIR KNEES, WORSHIPPED HIM. AND WHEN THEY HAD MOCKED HIM, THEY TOOK OFF THE PURPLE FROM HIM, AND PUT HIS OWN CLOTHES ON HIM, AND LED HIM OUT TO CRUCIFY HIM and they compelled one simon a cyrenian who passed by coming out of the country the father of alexander and rufus to bear his cross and they bring him unto the place golgotha which is being interpreted the place of a skull and they gave him to drink wine mingled with myrrh but he received it not and when they had crucified him they parted his garments CASTING LOTS UPON THEM, WHAT EVERY MAN SHOULD TAKE, AND IT WAS THE THIRD HOUR, AND THEY CRUCIFIED HIM, AND THE SUPERSCRIPTION OF HIS ACCUSATION WAS WRITTEN OVER THE KING OF THE JEWS, AND WITH HIM THEY CRUCIFIED TWO THIEVES, THE ONE ON HIS RIGHT HAND AND THE OTHER ON HIS LEFT, AND THE SCRIPTURE WAS FULFILLED WHICH SAITH, AND HE WAS NUMBERED WITH THE TRANSGRESSORS. And they that passed by railed on him wagging their heads and saying ah thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days save thyself and come down from the cross likewise also the chief priests mocking said among themselves with the scribes he saved others himself he cannot save let christ the king of israel descend now from the cross that we may see and believe, and they that were crucified with him, reviled him. The passage we have now read is one of those which show us the infinite love of Christ toward sinners. The sufferings described in it would fill our minds with mingled horror and compassion, if they had been inflicted on one who was only a man like ourselves. But when we reflect that the sufferer was the eternal Son of God— We are lost in wonder and amazement. And when we reflect further that these sufferings were voluntarily endured to deliver sinful men and women like ourselves from hell, we may see something of St. Paul's meaning when he says, The love of Christ passeth knowledge. God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Ephesians chapter three, verse nineteen, Romans chapter five, verse eight we shall find it useful to examine separately the several parts of our Lord's Passion. Let us follow him step by step from the moment of his condemnation by Pilate to his last hour upon the cross. There is a deep meaning in every jot and tittle of his sorrows. All were striking emblems of spiritual truths. And let us not forget, as we dwell on the wondrous story, that we and our sins were the cause of all these sufferings, Christ suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God. First Peter chapter three verse eighteen. It is the death of our own surety and substitute that we are reading. First of all, we see Jesus delivered into the hands of the Roman soldiers as a criminal condemned to death. He before whom the whole world will one day stand and be judged, allowed himself to be sentenced unjustly and given over into the hands of wicked men. And why was this? It was that we, the poor sinful children of men, believing on him, might be delivered from the pit of destruction, and the torment of the prison of hell. It was that we might be set free from every charge in the day of judgment, and be presented faultless before God the Father with exceeding joy. Secondly, we see Jesus insulted and made a laughing stock by the Roman soldiers. They clothed him with purple in derision and put a crown of thorns on his head in mockery of his kingdom. They smote him on the head with a reed and did spit upon him as one utterly contemptible and no better than the filth of the world. First Corinthians chapter four verse thirteen. And why was this? It was that we, vile as we are, might have glory, honor, and eternal life through faith in Christ's atonement. It was done that we might be received into God's kingdom with triumph at the last day, and receive the crown of glory that fadeth not away. Thirdly, we see Jesus stripped of his garments and crucified naked before his enemies. The soldiers who led him away parted his garments, casting lots upon them. And why was this? it was that we, who have no righteousness of our own, might be clothed in the perfect righteousness that Christ has wrought out for us, and not stand naked before God at the last day. It was done that we, who are all defiled with sin, might have a wedding garment, wherein we may sit down by the side of angels, and not be ashamed. Fourthly, we see Jesus suffering the most ignominious and humiliating of all deaths, even the death of the cross. It was the punishment reserved for the worst of malefactors. The man on whom it was afflicted was counted accursed. It is written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree. Galatians chapter three verse thirteen. And why was this? It was that we who are born in sin and children of wrath might be counted blessed for Christ's sake it was done to remove the curse which we all deserve because of sin by laying it on christ christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us galatians chapter 3 verse 13 fifthly we see jesus reckoned a transgressor and a sinner with him they crucified two thieves he who had done no sin and in whom there was no guile was numbered with the transgressors And why was this? It was that we, who are miserable transgressors, both by nature and practice, may be reckoned innocent for Christ's sake. It was done that we, who are worthy of nothing but condemnation, may be counted worthy to escape God's judgment and be pronounced not guilty before the assembled world. Lastly, we see Jesus mocked when dying, as one who was an impostor and unable to save himself and why was this? It was that we, in our last hours, through faith in Christ, may have strong consolation. It all came to pass that we may enjoy a strong assurance, may know whom we have believed, and may go down the valley of the shadow of death, fearing no evil. Let us leave the passage with a deep sense of the enormous debt which all believers owe to Christ. All that they have, and are, and hope for, may be traced up to the doing and dying of the Son of God. Through his condemnation, they have acquittal. Through his sufferings, peace. Through his shame, glory. Through his death, life. Their sins were imputed to him. His righteousness is imputed to them. No wonder that St. Paul says, Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift— Second Corinthians chapter 9 verse 15. Finally, let us leave the passage with the deepest sense of Christ's unutterable love to our souls. Let us remember that we are corrupt, evil, and miserable sinners. Let us remember who the Lord Jesus is, the eternal Son of God, the Maker of all things, and then let us remember that for our sakes Jesus voluntarily endured the most painful horrible and disgraceful death. Surely the thought of this love should constrain us daily to live not unto ourselves but unto Christ. It should make us ready and willing to present our bodies a living sacrifice to him who lived and died for us. Second Corinthians chapter five verse four Romans chapter twelve verse one. Let the cross of Christ be often before our minds. Rightly understood, no object in all Christianity is so likely to have a sanctifying as well as a comforting effect on our souls. End of section 70